Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, the podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. And it's March. It's fucking March. Holy shit. Again. It, it wow. always comes back around. And I think I from this point, I mean, I don't think there will be a March in my life where I won't think about March 2020 and just mm-hmm. be like, wow, it's been X amount of years since March of 2020. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's going to be kind of like 9-11. <laughs> exactly where every time you're like oh it's 9 11 <laughs> yeah for real i feel like part of me is still stuck in march of 2020 and will always be there i feel like part of me died in march of 2020 <laughs> definitely definitely for sure i feel like part of me has died many months in the past two years yeah i don't know how many more parts i got left but like i know i hope i got more horcruxes than voldemort because whew, they're going <laughs> they're going <laughs> so much so much oh my god the world's just a mess everything's a mess it's awful we're it's just truly awful i think since, yeah since the last time we recorded like a new war has started yeah this is the so, first episode from world war three hi so welcome to this side of the awfulness yeah welcome to this timeline it's the worst one it is the worst <laughs> one but we're gonna try to talk about things that aren't war or even covid related yeah and we're going to you know do our normal shit so what have you been watching this week jillian i've been watching a lot of survivor <laughs> hell yeah i think we course. got through like three seasons this past like week damn you've been working you've been yeah. working it's like what we've been doing because like every night we'll just be like exhausted from the day and the news and the world and everything and so then we're just like we're gonna put on paramount plus no commercials nothing mm-hmm. nothing just, just watching jeff survivor probst. just jeff probst yelling at people who quit the game too early exactly I know. So I used to think, I used to think that Jeff Probst was not like the coolest dude ever. Like I was like, he's got to have some skeletons in his closet. But now I will be de- disappointed and depressed if he has a yeah, skeleton in his same. closet. He, he just seems, I don't know. He, he just seems like a good guy. Like I like it. Yeah. I genuinely like Jeff Probst. And I mean, I don't, I wouldn't flinch if he were like, oh yeah, I've embezzled money or something. Like that's fine. Do not what that. you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, it's millionaires <laughs> stealing from millionaires. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, that's not, not, I'm not as concerned about that as mm-hmm. I am about other things. But thankfully, yeah. thankfully, Jeff Probst, see, like, nothing has come out about him yet. So that's a good sign. I know. He's like America's dad. He just really loves Survivor. And I love he that does. about him. He does really love Survivor. I don't think we've really watched anything other than Survivor at all. Like, we've watched some, like, news and shit. We watch, you know, horrific live streams from Ukraine. But <laughs> yeah, that's not really, we're, we're just not going to talk about that right now. Yeah, that's just like, Bad vibes. We're talking yeah. about what we watch for good vibes. So yes, exactly. Good what vibes have you only. been watching, Megan? Oh my god, I watched Love Is Blind season two. I'm I watched so all of it. Oh, it was so much. I started it so. Kyler and I, we went out of town. We went to like a cabin and mm-hmm. like a secluded vacation away, which was our first time going away since our honeymoon before the pandemic started. Yeah. So it was really nice. And Kyler goes to bed significantly earlier than I do because I stay up late. And so I was like, you know what? I'll just start watching it. But I wasn't really expecting to get into it, but I was Mm -hmm. fucking sucked in. And I, by the time we left, I'd already watched like half of it. And then I watched the other half when I got home. But wow, it's just, there's just so much. And so many of these people just desperately need therapy. I am so ready. I was waiting for the second batch of episodes to come out before I watched it because I hate watching just half a season or something. Yeah, they're all all of the episodes are out now except for the reunion, which comes out in like two days. That's like the the wedding episode is out. So like there is closure. And wow, it's 
There's a lot. But for today, we are finally, finally finishing <sighs> season seven of Bringing Up Bates. With like the four most annoying episodes on the face of the planet. I don't know why these episodes are so annoying to me, but I think it's just like all of the like wedding planning episodes are annoying oh, to me. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. There was there is a lot of annoying things that went on in these episodes for sure. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. All right. The first episode we watched is called The Ring, The Dress, and Ready for Next Steps. Yep. Yeah. Classic classic. Who the thunk it? Josie and Kelton gonna I know, right? Tie the knot or engage the knot first. Engage it. <laughs> engage the knot. The knot is engaged. So this episode starts with Kelton taking Bobby to a ring or a jewelry store to go engagement ring shopping for Josie. And he has already bought the diamond um, and he just needs to get it set. How do you know how to buy a random ass diamond at 21? And he bought it from Texas. Like he went somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this is exactly what Kyler did, but he was older than that. And he literally bought his the diamond on eBay. I mean, that makes sense because, like, that's Kyler has, Kyler like, moves. world experience and stuff. But I feel like the fundies don't have, like, internet experience. Oh, yeah, like, true. Kelton could have just gotten, like, murdered in Texas for a blood diamond. I bet his dad was like, you know what, son? You'd get a lot more bang for your buck if you do this. I'm, uh-huh. I'm sure his dad was involved in that. So. Oh, yeah. Or, in, like, it's, like, the friend of a friend in the congregation or something was selling a diamond. Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah. Um, but Josie was pretty <laughs> Josie was pretty specific about what she wanted, which mm-hmm. good for her. So Kelton feels prepared about, you know, what to ask for and It's a big fucking stone. It is. It is. It's a big big rock for sure. I was surprised that it was that big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But he gets things figured out and he's excited and hopeful that It'll happen soon because they want to get married in like five months. So, yeah, yeah, which should happen pretty soon. Oh God, I just love how like no, we can't wait at all to get married because we have to be married to bang. It's yeah, just it's so much. You guys are signing legal documents just to bang. Yeah, yeah. You don't even have you don't have to do that. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. You just yeah. Yeah, you just got gotta say to someone else and say, "Hey, you want to do this?" And the other one says, "Yeah," and you say, "I do too. Cool," and then you do it. And then- yeah, exactly. It's really not that hard. You do not have to get married to do that. I promise you. I know. I know. It's not like, oh, are are you legally bound to me yet? Because that's the only yeah. time that I can put my that's dick it. in it. Is it. That's it. Legality. It's, yeah. <laughs> so we go to Clinton to Tori and Bobby's apartment where they're mm-hmm. packing shit up. And everyone yes. comes over to help them pack because obviously they haven't packed it all before this. They're still packing stuff of in boxes not. as the moving truck is there. Of course. This is this is another thing that reminded me of Kyler. Because when we moved in together, I went over to his apartment the day before. And it was exactly as it had been every time I've ever been there. And I was like, what the fuck? I'd been packing my stuff for like weeks. Uh-huh. Anyway, it worked out. But I just, I cannot work under that stress. No, no that is not my vibe. I gotta no. do boxes, man. I, lo- yeah, I left, no like, thanks. half of my kitchen shit because I moved to West Virginia so quickly, like, in, like, a three- or four-week turnaround uh-huh, <laughs> when yeah. I got the job. And I was like, oh. <laughs> when I got back, I was like, <laughs> shit, I left, like, literally half of my stuff. <laughs> so, um, oh, this was the best part. Okay, so Gil and Kelly are over there helping out. 
and they're looking at pictures of their apartment and talking about their new apartment and talking about it and how it's like double the price of their first apartment. And so <laughs> this is when Kelly suggests that they go on to AARP and use their budgeting tool, which like isn't AARP f- like specifically for like retired people. Okay, so this is the thing. So it is technically for the silver foxes of the world for like right. 50 to 65 plus, but people on TikTok have discovered that like you can get a lot of the stuff before your retirement age. So I think Kelly just knew that before TikTok did. Uh, okay. I mean, that's, that's fine. It's just fine. It's so weird. Like just use another, any other budgeting tool. (laughs) Yeah. And it just, it was like such an ad, an AARP ad. Like, oh, look at this amazing budgeting tool on the AARP. You just put in like five numbers and click a button and it tells you what those numbers mean. You're like, oh, right. That's not super helpful for a budget. You need like a (laughs) monthly setup. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so then the rest of the family comes over to help them pack the pack things into the moving truck, um, and they're heading to Nashville the next day, so mm-hmm. there's lots of work to get done. But that's one of the biggest benefits of having a huge family, is that you got a lot of hands to do yep. the bad work. Many hands make short work, or whatever True. the parable <laughs> is, I don't know. That sounds right. It makes sense yeah. to me, at least. Yeah. Um, also, like, having friends <clears throat> who have, like, fucking moving trucks right yeah i don't have anybody who knows who has like a moving truck like i know people who have like truck trucks so like if i need to move like a couch or something but like right just to have someone be like yeah "Yeah, no i've got a white panel truck just i'll fill it up for you and drive it to nashville for you can't relate who is this (laughs) they're put yeah they also put one of their cars into the trailer too so they had to figure that out which like that's stressing me out it was so i feel like i don't understand i feel like they could have gotten somebody to just like drive that truck you know, because they had like yeah. a bunch of the family there to help them move. Like, yeah, they, like half of drive the, that car. Yeah, like half of the Bates family is of driving age. Yeah, they could figure it out. It. No, it was a choice for sure. Yeah, I mean, it fit. It was fine, I guess. It did. Yeah, still super weird fun. just to pack your car in the trailer and then pack your shit on top of the car. But yeah, whatever. Whatever. It worked. So <laughs> it's efficient. Let's say that. It's true. Um, so then the other little part of this episode, Zach and Whitney have been married for five years and they've decided they want to renew their wedding vows in front of the whole family. And so this means it's time for a trip to Renee's bridal. Miss We're Renee. going to Kentucky, y'all. Miss Renee. Um, I, so I know in my heart, I'm not a romantic, like I'm a very pragmatic person, but mm-hmm. like Chris and I have joked that we want to have a vow renewal because we want to have an 80s themed wedding where I, I get to wear like Hell a pink, yeah. like a puffy blue prom dress and he gets to wear like a blue suit and shit. But like, Hell I feel yeah. like most of the time vow renewals are just because someone cheated. Uh, that does definitely, or like, yeah, someone cheated or like the, the spark is going out and you're like uh-huh. desperately trying to rekindle it. Someone asked for a divorce. <laughs> That's what happened with um, John and Kate. They got they like renewed their vows like literally like six months before they got divorced. I know that's how it always kind of seems to happen, and yep. that's maybe why I'm like thinking that in my head. Like, sure, I'm sure there are lots of vow renewals that don't end in tears and are right. just like reaffirming your love for each other and having a second party, but most of the time, 
Especially when they're this early. Like, I can understand mm-hmm. doing it when you're, like, 25, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But, like, five years, it's not been that long. Like, do we really need to revisit this? But I know that part, I think Whitney was talking about how both of her parents were not involved in the first wedding, which I don't know anything about I that. I do. I know. I looked okay, this up. good. It's <laughs> truly horrible. It's some of the worst things that the Bates have ever done. And oh, good. I would like to uh, have a rant about that. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, we'll get into that in a yeah. second. But I, yeah, think, yeah. I think that that is a good reason, like... My parents didn't get involved and they want to be involved. Like, I get that. So you're, I will you're going to eat to those her. words when I tell you what the situation is. So Okay, cool. <laughs> just, Never mind that. <laughs> just want you to know. Just in general, though. In general, I think that <laughs> yes. that, like, having family yeah. involved that weren't able to be involved in the first one. Like, especially oh, yeah. if you had, like, a destination wedding or something. Oh, I, yeah. I get that. So there are re- some good reasons. And especially but... in the time of COVID where you had, maybe yeah, had like, a small sure. wedding and then, you know, you could take advantage of a lull and have a bigger wedding for some other people, definitely. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I definitely, I whenever I hear, like, oh, we're renewing our vows, I'm always like, mm, my eyebrow raises a little bit. Like, which one are you fucked up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> especially if it's, like, Zach and Whitney Bates' Facebook account. Yeah, Shared exactly. Facebook vow renewal. Scary. <laughs> So then, um, so Zach, Josie, and Carlin are all there at mm-hmm. Renee's bridal with her. And Whitney says she wants something mature and elegant and pretty and not necessarily like a typical wedding dress that she would go for for a wedding because it's not like a, a wedding, wedding wedding thing. Yeah, she can just right. get a pretty white dress that she likes instead of a exactly. bridal dress. I don't feel like a bride. <laughs> I liked all the dresses she tried on. I thought they were I all very too. pretty. Yeah. They, they were definitely they, she tried on three dresses and two of them definitely were like very like wedding dressy to mm-hmm. me at least like they were lacy they were very pretty yeah but they were very much like oh that's definitely a wedding dress and then yeah. the other one she tried on that she ended up going with was more a little it wasn't as like formal I don't mm-hmm. think it was a little bit more I don't even know it was more it like was classy really party not bridal party yeah exactly exactly um but it was really pretty and I yeah. liked it a lot it was super pretty I thought all of them were very nice and I fucking hate that Miss Renee makes beautiful dresses because I know she makes them for the worst people. <laughs> I know for real, but yeah, they, I, 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 yeah, I've, I've, I'm disappointed whenever we go to Renee's bridal and I'm like, damn it, they, this is a great dress. I would have tried that dress on, <gasps> maybe. So yeah, so they get their dress. Zach gets cookie crumbs all over the floor. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, stuff. it was kind of sweet to have Zach there. Like I love, yeah, I love it when like the grooms get to go and see some yeah. of the dresses and stuff i liked it and he was really supportive of her like telling yeah. her you know how, like i i think back to i forget who was wedding dress shopping but when nathan and like lawson went and they were like just tearing apart everything that is not how you do it like zach was uh-huh. telling her every time even if it wasn't you know like i'm sure he probably had one of the three that he liked better than you know the yeah. others but he was enthusiastic about all of them Exactly, which is how you should be. That is how your husband should be when you're trying on dresses mm-hmm. in front of him. Mm-hmm. And hopefully he's not just doing it because he was the one cheating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, let's hope. <laughs> so then the last part of this episode is in Nashville slash Hendersonville, where Tori and Bobby are unloading the truck. So yes. their church people in Nashville have come to help unload along mm-hmm. with some of the Bates family. And yeah, so they got lots of help. Yeah, they get that unpacked out of the truck very quickly. <laughs> yeah. I loved this um, quote when they get there and they're like looking at everything and they get excited. And Tori just goes, everything is just high quality here in Hendersonville. And I'm like, is this an ad for Hendersonville? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
The way she said it was so weird. Everything's high quality in Hendersonville. Come to Mattress Firm. <laughs> yeah, really. It's like, uh, girl, you don't need to sell us. Right. <sighs> okay. Yes. So next episode is called Baby Fever and Proposal Decisions. So we start out this episode uh, over at the church because uh-huh. Carpenters for Christ have arrived to work on building the new church building. Yep. They have to show up at 530 in the morning, which all of the mm-hmm. Bates are very displeased about because they can't run on Bates time because there yep. are other people involved who are going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I would be very displeased to oh, hear God. that I had to be anywhere at 530. Yeah. But I would still be there at 530. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would sit and pout in the in the in the car, but I'd be there at exactly. five twenty five. <laughs> exactly, for sure. <laughs> I might not have slept the entire night before because I was afraid of oversleeping, but Yes, if if I know I have to get up early the next day, I just don't sleep. It's great. <laughs> I get that vibe. <laughs> but most of the kids, twelve and up, are there to help out. Mm-hmm. And then there's a bunch of obviously people from Carpenters from Christ, so they've got like a whole whole ass team there to work on it Mm -hmm. and the goal is to get it all up in about a week yep and of course it starts pouring the rain of course it always does i feel like it's tennessee it's like yeah same type here spring and summer it's just raining all the time (laughs) when it's not raining it's ten thousand degrees and steamy exactly yeah i prefer the rain for sure but i did hear them actually mention the steeple that the steeple is going to go up on this building let's I'll, I'll believe it when i see it okay i will too because yeah <laughs> it's, it's but gonna be let's hope yeah <laughs> so yeah so they have to kind of work in between rain showers and stuff mm-hmm. and um while they're doing like obviously working on the building the men from carpenters for christ are also like basically teaching the boys how to work which i'm not sure if that was part of the job or if they just ended up doing that i mean but as someone who has been on a religious house building trip to mexico (laughs) they do teach you a lot because they want you to come back and do it again or like work with them or volunteer with them so so that's probably just like part of their thing Mm -hmm. yeah they want to get these young godly boys god threatening aura (laughs) threatening for sure do you have anything else to say about that part Mm -mm. okay so then we go over to see Erin she talked about kind of adjusting to life with three kids and Mm -hmm. said that at first it was very hard but things are starting to get kind of in a rhythm now and a little bit I don't know more normal yeah yeah I'm sure anytime you had a kid it causes a fuck up in your scheduling (laughs) Oh yeah, for sure. And I've heard and I've heard specifically that going from 2 to 3 is one of the hardest adjustments because mm-hmm. you're officially outnumbered and out you have more kids than hands now. Yeah, so. you can't just grab all of them and hold them on your hips yeah. unless you get really weird exactly. and smash three children against yourself. Well, and especially since all of Aaron's kids are like a year apart, uh-huh. like they are all like very they all have they all have a lot of needs that yeah. you know she needs to meet. It's yeah. not like her kids are like 10 and, you know, 8 and can like you yeah. know, do stuff for themselves. Exactly. No, nobody it's can even the... like open the door for themselves or go to the yeah. bathroom by themselves or take a bath God. by themselves. I'm so stressed thinking about that. Right? No, don't don't do it. <laughs> no, have I'm kids good. spaced apart if you're going to have. Yeah. 13 kids yeah and maybe just don't have 13 kids. no have like four space them out if you want a big family have like four kids 
Yeah. That's yeah, big. I, I think I, I agree that four is like the last like acceptable number of kids. Mm-hmm. After that, it's like like my grandparents had five kids and it's like, what are you doing? That's yeah. that, you know, that was too many. Five kids is only acceptable if one of the pair, one of them was like twins. True. Yeah. Yeah. Cause five no. pregnancies. Yes. Five pregnancies. That's, no, thank you. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think human women should only probably have four pregnancies to term. Yeah. That seems reasonable to me. Four babies pushed out. <laughs> seems like enough stress on the pelvis. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, so Whitney comes over and brings Brad- Bradley and Casey to come visit. Mm-hmm. And um, they talk a little bit about the vow renewal. And Aaron teases Whitney about when she's going to have three. And Whitney wants to have a third. And it's a whole, yeah, they have a baby fever talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Whitney wants another baby. And... Tori, they're like, oh, Tori's going to struggle so much not being near us when she has her baby. I'm like, cool. You guys are weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. She can, I, I she guess. can text you for support yeah. or like call you. She'll be fine. Yeah. She'll be she'll fine. Be fine. She She's has, not that far. No. And she has a whole big church group that will support True. her that I'm sure all have had a billion kids too. Yeah. So, yeah. So then, mm-hmm. of course, it's time for a talk. A, a, a large talk. Big talk? Large, large talk. talk. Large talk. Um, Gil and Kelly go over to Kelton's to talk to him and his dad about engagement plans. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that Josie has already established her parameters for when she wants the wedding, which is October. Mm-hmm. Um, they have that weird, like, yellow light discussion about if a yellow light means speed up or slow down for this whole part. Because yeah. Gil's like, I give yeah. you the yellow light on this. And it's like... I get it. I do get that joke. That's a f- kind of a funny thing because yellow yeah. does mean like it's going to be red soon, but most of the time we all just speed just up through it. Like hurry up before it gets red. Yeah. Cross the line. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently Josie's been just as impatient as yeah. Tori was about getting her ring. Oh yeah, um, which is great to hear. I know. Um, well, it's their only goal in life is to get married so, and yeah. have babies. So like it's like getting mm-hmm. accepted to college. You're just waiting for that day. God, that's I know. sad. Um, so then Kelly brings up the fact that Josie's bucket list trip is to Utah. Which, which of course it is. Of course it is. The only place more fundamentalist than Tennessee is Utah. I know. I know. For real. But she says it's because she really likes the desert and the I mean, lots of Utah there, is very, very pretty. Beautiful. She probably just yeah. saw a picture of Arches and was like, yes, Utah. Like Arches National Park, yeah. beautiful. The rest of Utah, yeah. just a salt flat. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly other than the rocky part but right so kelly had been planning to take josie to utah for her birthday which is in august mm-hmm. but she's decided maybe we should move this up and we'll do a birthday engagement trip and you can get in on it we can surprise her it could be a whole thing mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i don't know it <laughs> yeah. seems so weird to like be like yes this is your birthday and engagement trip but it's fine she uh, got yeah. a fun trip it's yeah, yeah, that's true. It's better than some, you know, people's engagements. You know? Yeah, but I got proposed to at a waterfall in Iceland, so it oh, could that's be better. That's pretty good. You can't really beat that. Yeah, that's good. But I did, I did almost fall into the waterfall because my hip hurt. Like, I sat down on the rocks, and then, like, my hip, like, popped out of the socket, and I like, tried to stand <laughs> up to hug Chris, and I just, like, stumbled, and he's like, oh, God. <laughs> Well, almost is the keyword there. Yes, so I'm still here with us. I did not die in an icy Iceland 
waterfall. Thank God. You just got propo- you just got engaged. Yeah. So. I just got betrothed. Betrothed. I got proposed to in front of the Ohio River. Try not to get too jealous. I'm super jealous. You got river monsters in there. You got those big catfish with three eyeballs. I know. Just a bunch of mutant creatures. For sure. <laughs> okay. So then Kelton shows Gil and Kelly the mm-hmm. ring that he has gotten. And it's huge. Yeah. And... Kelly's freaking out about how big the diamond yeah. is. She's like, oh, my God. Yeah, you know that she's never never seen one like that before. Didn't know they um, made him that big. <laughs> yeah, but it it was an, it looks like a nice ring too. Like yeah. it was just a simple, simple like diamond shaped diamond. Like the it was like I don't know what a, it's called. At an like angle. the yeah the this it was a square diamond, but at an at an angle to where it was like a diamond shape. Yes, and um like just a plain like thin diamond band. It was pretty. Yeah, it was really pretty. It's better than a lot of the rings we've seen. For sure, for sure. So So then the last part of this episode, we go back to the church. Back to Bible Baptist. Bible Baptist Church. It's going up fast, but it's not going to be finished when they leave. It's just waterproofed because it has like the wood roof on and the sides on. And they have to leave the metal roof unfinished and they'll have to like drywall inside the thing and do all the inside stuff and figure out electrical and plumbing. And yeah, seems like a perfect project for the Bates. I was going to say, I have no faith in this happening anytime soon. Mm -mm. And even Addie calls them out and says that when it was just the bathrooms that needed fixed in in the church it mm-hmm. took them a full year to do that just <laughs> fix the bathrooms so this is a lot of work to leave on the baits who are not notoriously not very good at p- project planning uh-uh. um so good luck to them yep Got and this speed. is precisely why i don't think we're gonna get the steeple because if they ha- still have to do all this stuff they're gonna forget about the steeple maybe 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 the steeple will be the only thing and it'll come crashing through one day hope so i i i'm seeking justice for this steeple because yeah. i want i like it's a shame that it's just like in a co- in it's a, a in good a steeple somewhere just being it's trying to do its job yeah it's trying to steep steeple got a steep <laughs> steeple got a steep <laughs> all right so then are you done with that episode Anything i am done with that say? episode okay we're done we're done okay <laughs> the next episode blue or pink what do you think <sighs> God, oh, God, I, I am sick of every single gender reveal episode that we have ever watched. I'm just over them. They're like, we have to do something so creative, and I'm like, it doesn't matter. You no, know, you don't have to. You don't have to do anything. Like that's yeah. the thing. You do not have to do a gender reveal. You can yeah. literally just like text people. You could like, if you want to be fancy, wanna... take a picture in front of an it's a boy yeah. thing with some balloons. Exactly. There are so many things you can do, and you don't like. If you want to do a gender reveal party, whatever. I don't really get it, but whatever. But, like, it seems like they think that they have to do one. Yeah, it's necessary. It's 100%. We gotta go. I promise. Um, But all of the family has gathered um, because Aaron has planned a gender reveal party for Tori and Bobby, and they're at a park. Mm -hmm. Tori and Bobby already know what the gender is, and they're... Um, everyone is kind of like annoying them and trying oh, to get yeah. them to tell. They're so fucking annoying. They're like, oh, she, he, she, he. Yeah. Oh, you know, the, when, the, when she comes and they're like, haha, we got you. And it's like, just let them have their just, secret. Yeah. Just Couples wait, are like, allowed to have their secrets. A few minutes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Remember, like, it could be worse. Remember how Jessa, like, her and Ben find out the gender and then don't tell anyone and they're just yeah. annoying about it the whole time. Could be worse, guys. Be, just be could patient. Could be worse. <laughs> 
So then every everyone has to pick either a pink or a blue clothespin to wear mm-hmm. um, and get a, cu- a corresponding cupcake, depending on whether they think it's a boy or a girl. I hate to say it, but I would have always picked girl because I hate how the blue dies the inside of your mouth. I can That's always taste totally it. fair. <laughs> yeah, that is fair. So then the actual gender reveal part, they mm-hmm. ended up filling a balloon with colored powder. They had bought a baseball that had yeah. powder, but it didn't get there in time because I'm sure they ordered it like two days before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Tori and Bobby hardly even wanted this party because like True. Tori doesn't like parties and doesn't like being the center yeah, of attention. She doesn't like attention. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, they fill the balloon and Tori pitches it to Bobby. And it worked, surprisingly. Yeah, I was not expect. I was expecting it to just like fall on Ooh. the ground. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like whoop. But but yeah, it's a boy. It's, a boy. it's blue. It's blue, and it's gonna be Bobbert Smith the fourth. They're gonna call him Cade. <laughs> yeah, Robert Ellis Smith the fourth. Call him Cade because I guess Cade Cade means fourth generation, mm-hmm. which. I mean, I get it, but I don't think it does. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so thankful that neither me nor my husband, believe it or not, my husband Kyler was not named after a family member. Oh from, wow, you know, his really? Parents actually actually is named after a baseball player's last name. But anyway, so I'm so thankful that I don't have that like burden on me mm-hmm. to like pass on names because I'm an I love names, and so there are lots of names that I love, and none of them are in my family tree. Yeah. Well, because they weren't very exciting with names for a long time, most of our families. Yes, they were like exactly. 50 Johns, Robert. lots of Janes, <laughs> yeah. lots of Roberts, lots of like, exactly. you know, normie names. And then you finally get some more exciting names mixed right. in there. Yeah, exactly. When they're not biblical. I know that this is a thing, though, that like people, especially if they're like the fourth or fifth generation, they come up with like a nickname. But like I have a friend who is the fifth. I think he's Charles, maybe Charles, mm-hmm. whatever, the fifth. But he goes by Quentin, which that one makes sense because Quentin five mm-hmm. um but i don't really know about cade but whatever yeah i i hate the name cade because it's also what yeah all of the like hipster not hipster chuggy moms are naming their kids yes cade and kale and oh, all that kale. Yeah. i know I'm a not... kale and a cade yeah i also do you know what um do you know what bobby and tori's other son's name is what it's worse <gasps> it's coulter with a k <laughs> I got a Colt 45 and two suicides. <laughs> they just have questionable name choice. They have a daughter named Charlotte, which is a very That's much better. You know, normal name. Yeah. Maybe they were going with a K theme. Maybe they'll be maybe one day they'll be a Kyler Smith. It's because they want their three boys to be the KKK. Oh God. No. <sighs> Yikes. Can't spell Charlotte with a K though. That's true. That would be that would be awful. Charlotte. <laughs> So speaking of off okay names, Kelton is um, talking about his fam, talking about his engagement plans with his mm-hmm. family, and he, I don't even know. This just there's so much going into there's this, and so it like much. stresses me out. I mean, at least this is the engagement. I would die if this was the fucking courtship. That is true, and I guess it make, does make sense because, like we talked about, the uh-huh. he had that huge bridge was thing. So extra. They did the little gondola ride, and then they did the bridge and it was like this should just be the proposal like uh-huh. you're setting but yourself no, up they've for made their here. proposal even more dramatic where god they are going yeah. to utah and yes he is bringing pictures for each 
stop that they go on and a letter so that they can make a little scrapbook together at the end. And I don't know mm-hmm. what it is with fundamentalists and scrapbooking, but they really fucking love it. It's so wholesome. <laughs> so wholesome. You just have to think about your family and glue their little faces onto pages and think about your family some more. Mm-hmm. Which, you exactly. know, I love my family, but <laughs> I don't think about them all the time. <laughs> I have other things going on in my life, okay? Yeah, sometimes um, I think about war. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's been great. Um, and also, in addition to the scrapbook, he's also got a charm bracelet. I think it's like a Pandora bracelet. It is, yeah. And, and every stop, he's going to give her a charm. And each, uh-huh. I guess each stop and each charm signifies like a stage in their relationship. Yeah. He's got the bridge for courtship, the coffee mm-hmm. for their coffee date discussions before... Mm-hmm. They decided to get married. Then the best friends charm because they were best yeah. friends first. And then right. the infinity charm because they're going to be together forever. Right. And then he also, there was, it started, oh, well, we'll get to that. But yeah. he also had a little airplane charm. But anyway. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the airplane charm. I hadn't written yeah. them down. Also an airplane charm. <laughs> so, yeah, he's got everything all planned out and it just, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be so much. It's so dramatic, but. You know, that's these people. I guess that's life, yeah. So then we go over to Zach and Whitney's, and we have basically a Cheerios ad for a few minutes. Um, I don't even know what this was about. They're, they're like, getting their kids ready to have, like, a day, and they're like, oh, well, we have to have our breakfast. And so they're sitting down eating Cheerios, and then, and then so Whitney weird. goes, this is the only whole grain cereal I can get them to eat. And then they go on and on about how amazing Cheerios are, and it's like, oh, my God. I feel like I blacked out during that because I didn't write anything (laughs) about that, but I do vaguely remember it. I think I was just like, what is happening? It was so weird and nothing happened. They literally just ate Cheerios and were like, let's start our day. And then it went to the next thing. Right? I don't know. Um, It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It was. It was so weird. This whole Zach and Whitney Bauer and Ole thing is weird. I'm so excited I get to rant about it very soon. Yes. 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 So the last part of this episode is the start of the engagement trip. Mm-hmm. So Kelton shows up at Josie's work with flowers, and he tells her, hey, we're leaving. With roses right now. and cactuses. Yes. Because I don't know who decided that Utah has cactuses, but it really doesn't. It has prickly pears, I was, and they're like saguaros yeah. and everything. I'm like, no, it's too fucking cold in Utah. That's what I thought, but I didn't want to say anything because I've yeah. never been to Utah, and I don't really know a lot about it, but I was like... no. They, the kind of cactuses they're talking about are more like Arizona, Mexico, like that New yeah, Mexico, like that area. Yeah, and and, and Utah's way up there. Yeah, Utah's way up there and very cold, and just yeah. has prickly pears and right. nothing. Like most of their deserts yeah. are just like the crazy like nothing deserts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if I wonder if maybe J- Josie like thought she wanted to go to Utah, but really just wanted to go to like. New Mexico. Mexico. She wanted to go to Santa Fe and ended up in Moab. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But anyway, I love how she starts, and in one of her talking heads, she's like, I'm not someone who likes to be surprised. I like to plan things. Mm -hmm. And it's like, maybe this is not the best. Like Everything that they do to Josie, poor Josie, and Tori. Surprises. Yeah, and this is the and this has happened multiple times where like they've gone to something and Josie's been like visibly uncomfortable uh-huh. because she, she doesn't, doesn't know what's like... happening and she wants to be yeah. prepared and like she probably has anxiety and who would have thought that maybe a middle child girl of a nineteen children family would have a, have some control issues like yeah. 
uh, yeah, all I'm saying is it might have been better if they told her, like, even the day before, like, hey, yeah. this is happening, get stuff together. Because then, like, I don't know. Oh, that's in the next episode. But, yeah. like, when she's packing, it's like she's, like, literally, they have no time. Yeah, you can tell she's, like, on the verge of, like, tears about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like they're driving. They're going on an airplane. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe if somebody doesn't like to be surprised, like, maybe don't surprise them if you're trying to do something nice for them. Yeah. Like, you can leave when you're going to propose as a surprise. And right. you can tell them Definitely. what's going to happen. Like, hey, we're going to go here. Then we're going to go out to Moab. And then we're going to do some Jeep stuff. And then we're going to do this the next day and this the next day. And, like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I'm somebody, like, I would not do well with somebody being like, hey, we're going on a trip. And I'm not telling you anything we're doing. Like, I need to know. Mm-hmm. I don't. That gives me so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. I would I would barf in the Same. airport. I would barf in the airport. Um, so he gives her the charm bracelet at mm-hmm. the at her work, and this has the airplane charm on it to signify yes. the trip that they're about to take. And you we're know, we're going the start on of the a trip in our trip. favorite rocket ship. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gil and Kelly also come in, and they present her with a birthday cake. And this is where it's kind of like the idea of it being a both a birthday trip, even though it's not her birthday, and and engagement trip like yeah it comes to yeah yeah. god forbid you just go on a vacation with your child because you like to go on vacation with them yeah you don't have that reason it's true all right so the last episode a monumental proposal i was like so dreading watching this episode i don't know why it was was a 45 minute long episode it was brutal (laughs) and it's just like i just knew the amount of stuff that kelton had planned and i was like exhausted by Uh it all and Uh yeah but Again, Here we go. not a romantic. It's, yeah, no. Can't do it. I don't, this not for me. <laughs> no. So Josie rushes on home to pack mm-hmm. because she, they have to leave, like, immediately. And mm-hmm. she hasn't packed. And apparently they're not telling her anything that they're doing. So she yeah. has no idea what to pack. So she's just, like, frantically grabbing piles of clothes. For this part, why did no one say, hey, Carlin, pack for Josie for these yeah. five activities? And exactly. then, you know, help her get all of her, like, toiletries and shit together. Like. Yeah. 100%. Like, why? Yeah. It, it was just, like, should have been thought about no, more. Nope. Never. But she does get her stuff together. Um, and. This part ahead. is really funny because they ask all the talking head, like, little kids, why does Josie love Utah so much? And everyone's like, I don't fucking know. And Carlin's like, <laughs> nobody knows. Maybe she can take good pictures there. I don't know. <laughs> Literally, nobody knows. I don't even think Josie knows because her reason is cactuses and there are not cactuses They're there. Not cactuses. <sighs> so they make it to the airport and Josie and Kelton actually get to sit next to each other on the plane because their parents are like, literally next the, to them. You know, there could be yeah, funny so. business like holding of hands. Oh my god, no way. They could kiss. They could kiss, then it would just all be ruined. And God would shoot the plane down. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, you guys kissed. Everyone's dead. Sorry. That's probably what they think would happen, honestly. What if we told you the world didn't revolve around you and your decisions? (laughs) Like, not... It's fine. It's really fine. like, Like, if you think that God can, like, see everyone and take care of all of them, I don't think that, like, a relatively fine family in tennessee is going to be his main concern when there's like a vast amount of other terrible things going on war yeah and awful things yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) war famine you know nope god only helps those who are white and christian 
exactly <laughs> they're the only ones that matter don't you know god is white that's true that's god is definitely true. white god, god is definitely white <laughs> so they get to their condo in utah and take all their bags in and as um tor not tori what's her name josie is getting <laughs> settled into her room kelton is putting together the first packet of scrapbook stuff mm-hmm. and getting things together um and this um this packet represents when they were best friends yep when they were just friends when she was 15 and he was 19 exactly bff yes. 14 and ni- 14 and 19 sorry 14 actually, and 19 five years yeah yeah yeah, yeah. really really great yeah not creepy at all also, at this point, when they open up this fucking packet, he says, I kept faking it until I made it, and then we were best friends? And I was like, so you didn't even like her? Like, you're just saying that you were, like, attracted to a 14-year-old, and you became her friend in order to later marry her. Yeah, that's definitely Kelton. what it felt like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he says it in a way that, like, we're supposed to find it super romantic. Yeah, like, like funny. Like, like haha. He didn't even like her when they were first together. Haha. Yeah. It's so funny. Mm, I hate my ball gross. and chain. Marriage. What a prison. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. Being like, you know, you don't have to get married, right? You yeah. really don't. It's, you can it's, just it's, bang. Yeah, exactly. But not when she's 14 and you're 19. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Kelton talks about how the first time he saw Josie, which was when he was 19 and she was 14, he was absolutely floored at how beautiful she was. She was probably like a year into having her period like she's yeah. a child yeah it's it's bad i hate this so much i hate I too. men <laughs> sorry same, same. <laughs> so then kelton gives josie the first packet and the charm and she's all you know Verklempt. so excited about it all yeah. yes that's a good good Verklempt. word to use um, and he says something like well i just know that your favorite things are letters and memories and i'm like oh okay do people not like having memories like good memories i hate me- well i guess what the memory is but yeah it's like yeah. happy memories are like it's like you know it's like chocolate yeah like it's not bad it's always yeah. going to be good to have a happy memory yeah it's what you use to summon a patronus like we all have to have them yeah yeah <laughs> and some people don't get them like whitney oh sorry i don't know we're almost I'm there. scared for what's coming <sighs> so <laughs> So then the next day, they go to a local coffee shop, which Kelton has, like, planted pictures of them and, you know. Again, for, like, a very anxious, nervous person who doesn't like surprises, having and seeing pictures of yourself in a random establishment in Utah might be a little disconcerting. (laughs) I would be so creeped out if I just walked into a coffee shop, like, the other side of the country from where I lived, and there's just a picture of me and my boyfriend. I would literally turn around and leave. (laughs) I'd be like, this is not a place for me. (laughs) <laughs> but of course Josie thinks it's cute though mm-hmm. and they sit down at a table and the waiter brings them their drinks and then someone hands them the, the next packet the packet which this um contained the charm which was a coffee cup mm-hmm. which symbolizes the time that they spent together getting to know each other and falling in love with each other as boyfriend mm-hmm. and girlfriend I don't remember exactly what she said but in my notes I was saying that she struggled to say it was cute she's like oh it's so nice <laughs> on this one it was good <laughs> so nice god yeah i hate 
oh there's some good scenes in love is blind too where i had to literally fast forward through them because there's one particular contestant who loves to serenade um and i just can't handle it he's the dude with guitar he's dude with guitar and ukulele yeah god horrible yeah it's 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 cringe i had to fast forward through a couple of them but it's the same type of thing like watching somebody like getting showered with something that they're not particularly interested in is like literally the worst thing i've ever had to live through yeah Yeah. um also (laughs) kelly is using i don't know they said the name of the app but i'd never heard of it before where they're live streaming all of this ew to the family members and stuff so that's why she's like sitting at the table like looking at them with the phone and doing like this like scanning the phone around them because she's live streaming all of these that's that's weird also, you know that those live streams fucking sucked. You know that Kelly cannot I know. live stream to save her life. It's just like, the it's just the table and then her screaming. Yeah, exactly. It's like that's it's how my mom would do it. It's just how moms of that generation are. Like Yeah. The big thing starts happening and she just throws her phone down. <laughs> exactly. So then he tells her their plans for the rest of the day, which are to go on an off road four by four Jeep tour mm-hmm. of Moab State Park. So. Which I love that they had to clarify. They're forerunners, not Jeeps. Yes. Toyota forerunners. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we get a little respite. Interlude. Into yes. the Bates house where Aaron and Carlin are trying to redo the whole house. And Carlin yes. is wearing a fucking Liberty University hoodie the entire time. And I wanted <laughs> to die. <laughs> she didn't even go yeah, there. Love- yeah. Who knows? I don't even know. But I love, um, yeah, they, the original plan was just them for, for them to, like, straighten things up and get things organized. And, of mm-hmm. course, they just decided to, like, redecorate and repaint the whole They painted area. the living room. They reorganized the living room. It does look way better, the before and after pictures. It does look yeah, way better. It does. But, like, it does. they were staying up until, like, 4 a.m. trying to get this shit done because they're like, I'm going to do it in the three days that they're gone to Utah. They stress me out so, so much, much. All of them. They are all so alike, and I hate it. Yeah, they're the people who start projects and never finish them, and I am also that person, but I know not to start yes. the projects now. Exactly, I've and learned. I have the whole project planned out. I just mm-hmm. haven't done it yet. That's mm-hmm. the difference. <laughs> yeah, and I get tired halfway through sometimes. You know, yeah. I'm chronically <laughs> ill. Okay, I need naps. I need a lot of naps. It's yeah. part of my medicine. Give me a break. Yeah, napping is good. <laughs> napping is a project. There's no. Yeah, exactly. Napping is my job. Mm-hmm. It's a good job. So <laughs> then going back to Utah, uh-huh. um, Mike, who is Kelton's dad, he gives uh, her name. I think her name was Charlotte, who was like the lead driver of their expedition, this packet. The lesbian. The lesbian. Yes, yeah, she was awesome. The wonderful, beautiful, tattooed lesbian that these fucking fundies are like, here, put this somewhere in the tower arch or fucking whatever. And she's just like, cool. Yeah. Like, they yeah, want I'll you to it. go to hell, Sorry. but you'll do it. All right. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever. But I hated how Mike was. I don't know. I don't know if he's like this with everyone or if he's just this just came off that way. But he was like, you know, I really went out on a limb. I really trusted Charlotte with that. There are valuables in there, and it's like, dude, it's a packet of pictures. It's because she's a lesbian. He thinks that she's automatically (laughs) a sinner of the worst variety. I was low-key wondering, like, if her, like, tattoos, I think she had, like, a septum piercing, Uh too, like, if that made her think, like, oh, she's gonna take it and run. It's like, I don't think she wants these pictures of your Nobody wants chaste hand-holding pictures of people. 
that they don't and know. And a Pandora charm. Yeah, a Pandora charm. Oh, it costs a whole 50 bucks. No, you can't resell that shit. You could probably yeah, in Utah. No a Mormon would buy it from you. True, true. So then they get into their vehicles. So they have Kelton, Josie, and Kelly in one car. And then Gil and Mike are in another. And watching this, I... I would literally die on this because I get so car such sick. severe car motion, motion sickness. Like we, when we were gone this weekend, um, I mean, we were like in the middle of West Virginia, so mm-hmm. you know how it can get. Yeah. And I was like going to die and it wasn't even that bad. And yeah. I was looking at this and I was like, I would literally be passed you out weren't covered in my own vomit. You, you were just on a twisty road and like trying <laughs> exactly. not to <laughs> My My body cannot handle this, but more power to the people who can. Yeah. I mean, I would love to do it, but I would definitely injure myself now that I'm over the age of 30. Yeah. Get out like, yeah. oh, my back. <laughs> yeah, you'd be, you'd be fucked for, for a while there, I'd be but... like that dude who had to leave Survivor because the boat hit a wave too hard and he impacted yep. one of his vertebrae. That would be me. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Freak accident. <laughs> Some weird freak accident. Happens. So then, is this the part, or is this the part where you get to go on this your rant? This is where I get to go on my rant. Hell yeah. So we're back in Tennessee, and we are going with Zach and Whitney to mm-hmm. a floral shop uh, to work on some details. I guess the person who owns the floral shop also owns the venue they're getting married at, so they're kind of like doing everything. Doing the whole together. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it seems like it's going to be cute. Mm-hmm. I know, they're going to have a little family table, which is nice. And Zach's like, yeah. I won't. He's like, you know, we got to sit. If there's food, I'm going to be sitting at that table. I'm not going to be walking around. Yeah. I've got to eat. <laughs> yeah. He's all he cared about was the food, which I totally get. Yeah, that is same. one of the more important parts. I mean, if you're planning the party, if you are the star of the party, you should get the best food of the party. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It's your party. It's your party. You get the good cut. <laughs> but so we're doing this all <laughs> because Whitney's parents weren't at the main wedding so i did a lot of sleuthing that became very depressing um so whitney was adopted at 13 by a fundy family who had like 11 other kids and you know so she was there but she had known this family tangentially through her um biological family and the reason she cut contact with them is because at 13 she was taken by cps because they had abused her so badly for all 13 years of her life that they took a 13 year old away and put her in a new home and banned them from seeing her. That's like, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so, so Kelly Bates, after she figured this out from after the wedding and everything that the biological parents weren't there, Kelly Bates says, I'm going to call your bio parents and we're going to get you guys to work it out. And then what she the starts fuck? telling Whitney that it is probably like, so it's not, we don't know this for sure, but this is generally what they say in like the books that they teach kids and girls and stuff is that uh-huh. any abuse that you suffer is your fault because you were testing your parents and they were trying to make you godly that's great mm-hmm. so uh yeah <laughs> so it's her so it's her abusive parents she's talking yeah. about yeah not her adoptive yeah parents. her adoptive parents were at her wedding and okay. kelly said that was not enough because your biological parents are the ones god gave you and so no, you have to no. have them there that's so fucked up. Mm-hmm. I hate that so much. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So apparently one of the um, one of the girls on Free Ginger had talked to the adoptive mom of Whitney Bates. So I think it's uh-huh. the Owens family or Mick Owens or something like that. But yeah, she's like, she's like, Whitney was so great. She came from such a bad situation. Like she came to us and was not in a good way. <sighs> and uh, now the Bates are like, you have to so love sad. your adoptive family and 
they aren't invited. You have to love your biological family, and they aren't even inviting the adoptive family. They are not coming to the vow renewal. Oh my god, that's fucking awful. Mm -hmm. Like I, for so many reasons, there's like a hundred percent. If Whitney felt the need to reach out, like if she mm-hmm. wanted to do this for herself, uh, for closure. No, she go just got browbeat like, enough by not... IBLP fucking propaganda yeah. that it was all her fault and she should forgive them. Jesus, that's so sad, too, because Whitney is like Whitney seems like such a like mm-hmm. nice, sweet. Like, sweet I, I genuinely like Whitney. Like she yeah. seems like, you know, I don't agree with the things that she <laughs> agrees with, but like she seems like a nice person. Like yeah. I don't have a problem with her and it makes me. It's just very sad. Yeah. Because she also does seem like the type that would let her, like, which I know she doesn't have much of a choice, but she would probably not stand up for herself Mm -hmm. as much as some of the other. Well, and so much of the shit that you internalize when you are a child of an abusive person, you know, you internalize that shit and it makes it so easy to use that against you when you find somebody else who's like IBLP Kelly Bates being like, you know, your, your parents given to you by God are the parents that you should cherish not the ones who rescued you from a bad situation weren't those also given to you guy god though uh no they were given to her by cps <laughs> see that's what i i don't understand that I argument know. because I like either. but then god intervened and yeah. gave her a new life so with a very christian family like with a, fa- right, a, a yeah. quiverful family even because i think they right. had 11 kids so <laughs> yeah what the fuck i know that's the same argument i don't understand like um that extreme christians make that like oh i don't need a vaccine because god will protect me well god also like created the person who made the vaccine god also created the virus god is telling you to give the vaccine okay just get the vaccine please please please. but yeah so it's a whole bad feeling and then also um whitney said like oh my dad didn't get to walk me down the aisle which feels like another kelly thing like your father Mm -hmm. missed such an important experience of his daughter not walking down the aisle you 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 earn that if your daughter like not not that every person has to have that but that's something you earn yeah yeah like if i had my dad walk me down the aisle not because i felt like i had to have my dad walk me down the aisle but because i felt like like he's the person i would want to do that Mm -hmm. he's my dad like that's that just felt natural to me yeah but it's not like a it shouldn't be like a oh this guy gave this guy you know was my sperm donor so yeah he's the one who truly owns me to give me away to my husband he's the one who truly Uh, owns my dna God, it's I fucked. hate it. It's so fucked I hate up. It. And then, of course, you know the whole like thing where IBLP people you're not supposed to adopt before you have children of your own. And if yeah. you don't, if you're infertile and unable to have children, you are not supposed to adopt because God has decided you are not going to be a parent. That is so fucked. Imagine telling Michael that. Yeah. Imagine telling Michael, who is seems like literally the best. Yeah. She would be probably the most like hands-on mother just like so good with children imagine telling her god doesn't think you should be a mom yeah god doesn't want you to be a mom so you shouldn't even adopt but then but that's such that's oh yeah i I know it fucking killed me like i went into the deep channels of the hell for this and i was like just had to like cleanse myself and watch some survivor after doing this (laughs) (laughs) yeah mood for sure god i hate that so much yeah that makes i was wondering about that i was so curious i I had to just look it up i was like is it just like they live far or they're estranged for some weird reason no because they were abusive and she was taken away by cbs and (laughs) rehomed which takes a lot and like yeah cps does not just rehome like there's so many people 
who probably should be rehomed that are not because they don't meet whatever criteria. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know it had to have been bad. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like, uncontrovertible or whatever the word is. Like, where it's like she probably showed up at a hospital and had scans and she had, like, broken bones and bruises or something. Like, fuck. Uh, Gross. That's fucked up. Yeah. I hate that so much. I hate it so much. And now, of course, just, yep, you've got to have a wedding just for these parents who abused you your whole life. That's... I, I have no words. <laughs> no words. So terrible. <sighs> oh, <God>. Anyways, <laughs> we're out of my rant now. I have well released it. <laughs> I it's it's out there in the world and it's awful and I hate it. But I'm glad you brought it up because yeah. that adds a lot of context. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> terrible. So, <laughs> so then going back to a happier thing, I guess. <laughs> there. So we're at Arches National Park. Uh, and Kelly is losing her goddamn mind mm-hmm. in the off-roading Jeep, which mood. Which I also love that Gil knew that Kelly was screaming from the other car. He's like, I know she's yeah. in there screaming. I just know. Except again, know. he said that fucking weird-ass thing. I just love to hear my wife scream. She said, he literally said, that's one of my favorite things. Is when she goes, To hear his ah, wife ah, scream. Ah, He's, He made that noise. Ah, ah, ah. There's a lot to unpack there, and I hate all of it. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's so gross. I mean, I'm glad that they love each other. And it, great. Please don't put that on the TV for me. Just stop talking. I don't want to hear about this. Like that's again, it's such a weird fucking thing that all these fundamentalists are so anti-sex, but then make these like. Th- there's no other way that you can read. I love hearing my wife scream. Yeah. No. Yeah. Unless you're a murderer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's I, just. I think it's... Gil's just horny, not a murderer. I hope so. I hope that's all he is. He does have a lot of chainsaws. Yeah. Yeah. So then they get to double arches and they get out to look and, you know, walk around and everything. And this is where one of the packets has been hidden. And mm-hmm. Charlotte did her job. She didn't take it. She didn't she take it. it where Those sinful lesbians seen. didn't steal <laughs> your son's pictures. Um, but thankfully, Kelton finds it and gives it to Josie. And this packet represents their courtship. And he gives her the little bridge charm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yep. It's a packet. That's that. It's a packet. <laughs> um, he did ask her, what do you like about the rocks? Like, they're trying to figure out why she likes Utah and why she's, like, freaking out about being here. Because she did seem to really like it all while she was she there. Did. She Like, did. she knew yeah. what Utah was and wanted it. I don't get it, but. <laughs> she knew what Utah was wanted it. <laughs> she didn't think she wanted Santa Fe. She wanted Utah. I so. guess, yeah. <laughs> um. He's like, what do you like about the rocks? And she just says, they're artistic. <laughs> that, okay. All right. Um, all so right. Still yeah. no one knows why she likes Utah, but. Still don't make sense, but if she likes right. it, that's that's great. She's having a nice time. Happy for her. <laughs> so then we go back to Tennessee for a minute, and Chad, poor Chad has been recruited into this project that he did not even know was happening until uh-uh. he got there. Until he got called on his way home from work. Hey, can you yeah. come over and work on this giant project with us? Yeah, but of course he does it, and mm-hmm. he doesn't complain, Mm-mm. and hangs all the curtain done. rods and yeah, everything. I'm honestly shocked that they got everything done in time, but um, it's only but because Chad of Chad. Is helping, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, Chad will yeah. get shit done, and he'll cancel all the other plans. He's like, no, we're not doing that. We're just finishing this. Yeah, exactly. He's the he's definitely the most logical of any of them. He's the project manager of the Bates family, <laughs> for sure. Um, I loved Callie's quote, which. When it's all done, she says, it's a lot more like a real home and not a color swatch <laughs> on when they finish the project. 
Uh, yeah, it was a very painfully '90s living room. Yeah, it was it was bad, but it does look a lot a lot better and cleaner and nicer now. Yeah, so good for that. Good for them, and you know, nice nice thing to do for your family, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, it's 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 time. It's time. We are back on in Utah, and they're at Tower Arch next. Why is it called Tower Arch? Because of that tower thing on top of it. <laughs> was uttered from yeah yeah um maybe um (laughs) possibly the tower arch is named for the tower on the arch i wonder what double arch is named for i don't know maybe there's three arches (laughs) yeah who knows so the sun is quickly setting so they kind of gotta get quick with this but he gives her the last packet um and he gives her the last charm which is their infinity symbol uh-huh <laughs> and then he like tells her to like hold it up to the sun and you'll see a message and so she does it but there's no message he just was doing it so she would turn around so he could get on yeah. one knee yeah <laughs> it's like okay um so but he uh, is on one knee and says all the normal cheesy uh-huh. stuff in his know. weird sexy voice that he does when Ew. he's like i hate his voice because uh-huh. like at the beginning he'll be like you know i just really love you da, 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 and it'd be like kind of annoying but then he'll just be like uh you're my best yeah, he, friend like, it's, yeah it sounds like he's gargling rocks yeah. i hate it it's like a pilot is proposing to you but of course Josie says yes Mm -hmm. and she gets her big ass ring Mm -hmm. and everyone is happy and they don't get a kiss still they don't get to kiss no I think they get to hold hands now so fucking weird so fucking weird (laughs) can you imagine being engaged to somebody and not being able to kiss them right like isn't the first thing that you do when you get engaged to like kiss your partner yeah it's at least like top five things yeah yeah (laughs) like cry scream say yes <laughs> throw up you know yeah. then you kiss <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh, but it's happening it's really happening and they only have like five months to get not not even five not months even five now because four months maybe i think it's june when this happens they want to get married in october so four months to get everything together which it's not the shortest time that uh miss renee has done for a dress it's true but it's like why do they do this to themselves i know it's because they want to screw but it's yeah. just why why god just let them be married when they get engaged yeah yeah exactly that's good enough yeah that's a commitment enough you know yeah i mean yeah i i think yes <laughs> yeah i would say it's probably like it, it's like it is harder i'm sure to break up with someone you're engaged to than someone who's just your boyfriend so there yeah. is like an extra level of commitment on yeah because you've already said yes that like you're i'm gonna be part of your family and you're gonna be part of right. my family and then you're like no exactly. sorry <laughs> yeah but like divorce could happen at any time too so not in fundy world no. that's true no marriage no no marriages is what i said no marriages no divorces. I love threatening divorce with my husband. It's the only thing that works sometimes. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I don't. Or am I? Are you? Depends on the day. That's fair. That's fair. <sighs> but I think that brings us to the end. Finally, we finally did it. We, we finished, finished season, season seven. seven. Josie is engaged. There's been babies. Tori There's is knocked been... up. There's been two babies. There's been courtships i don't even know carlin church building stuff (laughs) all kinds of stuff longest season (laughs) 
for real the longest season i have no idea how long the next season is but i'm scared to look i think it's shorter okay that's good but if you have anything to say about this episode or any of our other episodes or if you have any suggestions for things you'd like us to cover in the future you can send us an email at tvliterate at gmail.com yep and you can find us everywhere on the internet at tvliterate we're on twitter instagram reddit tumblr anywhere you can find us if you have any funny news or trash tv news that you need to share you can share it with us and we will appreciate it and love it forever we definitely will We'll nurture it and we may even talk about it on the show (laughs) yeah definitely (laughs) but if you want to give us a couple bucks because you enjoy our podcast and want to help us with our hosting fees it's uh ko-fi.com forward slash tv literate yes And uh, feel free to leave us a review. That helps us out a lot as well. And we will see you guys next week with another episode. Bye-bye. Bye.